what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome, Mesh listeners, to the latest episode of Street Circle Drive. I am your co-host, Andrew Moose. Thank you for joining us here on The Mesh. Today, it is February 8th, 2019, and it's... The first coming of spring, uh, or spring one, as I'd like to call it. Um, Today in the Street Circle Drive universe, we are missing a co-host. Mary Margaret has been abducted by aliens, or her kid is out with the flu. We'll let you choose your own adventure on that. But I am here today with Mr. Michael McNally. What's happening, McNally? Not much, boys. Boys not out. Boys not out, man. Here here we are. Let's do this. I know. We we, we don't get... It is weird hearing you intro the show. It is. It is weird. It's the first time in year and a half that Mary Margaret's not kicking us off I know and trying to corral and, and keep us in line with what's going on I think this thing's gonna go off the rails pretty quickly <laughs> there's a potential for it I'll tell yeah, you that yeah she's much. like uh, like lion tamer and whipmaster and all, all, all that good stuff all, all <laughs> basically just balled into one yes but we wish Mary Margaret the best we hope and there's her still a chance that this pod never sees the light oh, yeah, she, she hears it she very well told she told me this morning she's like ah we'll veto this podcast if it goes crazy so we're gonna bond our p's and q's but you know it being february and you know with with february also comes valentine's day it's coming up in a few days the day of love i mean now what do you think about valentine's day like i absolutely hate valentine's day okay we're we're on the same team here well and, and i'm one of those that i get the whole sentiment of You know, you need to express and tell those that are close to you that you love them. I mean, hopefully 364 days out of the year, you're not kicking them in the teeth. And then all of a sudden you turn around and tell them how great they are and you love them and you get a card and some chocolates and whatnot. But, you know, it's there's a reason they call it the Hallmark holiday. That's right. Uh, It's just I, I struggle with it because then I struggle with the everybody's anxiety about what. And maybe this is, I'm putting this on everybody else, but if you're a lady, then, oh, the pressure of what you're going to tell everybody when they sit there and say, what'd you get? Or, yeah, we, that's gross. It's gross the, to me. Then the guys are like, oh, what are you getting your lady? Right. And it's just like. Also oh, gross. Oh my gosh. I just. Honestly, if if any of my friends out there, they're listening to this and you ask me what I got for, I'm, I'm, I'm flipping because it's, we don't do, Ashley and I, we don't do Valentine's Day. No, we don't. I mean, we don't do much. We got the girls. So we might usually get them like a little candy something or whatever, but no, it's, we don't do much. I don't know. And I struggle with something. Should I do more? Or should I not? I mean, shoot this year, I, Christina has taken the girls down to Florida to visit some of her, her you know, her dad and grandma and whatnot. So it's not even, do they, I'm flying solo on Valentine's day. You know, being the president of the no kids club over here, like do the, do the kids still pass out Valentine's or Valentine's yeah, day for those Valentine's val- Valentine's they do. So, you know, even this year, so we've got the third graders, the, our fifth grader, we haven't heard anything about it. The third graders got a note saying, Oh, well it's 20 kids in their class, but you know, they switch period or switch teachers for some of their periods. Like it's 40 if you did everybody. And they even said on, on the note, just put the from, like don't even put the two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Just like now, it's just yeah, yeah. Here are the ones they from. Figure. They're starting to figure. You know, it out. Sally, and you just hand them out to whoever, and they just know it got it from Sally. And right, it, you know, when they were younger, you know, we did the whole 
Right, writing to from you know barely legible. Right, and I, you know, and I remember having, at this point creating like, those little pouches to put next to yeah, your desk. Of course, and, of course. Yeah. You know, at that point, you know, first and second grade basically is just learning how to write other people's names. Like that's just an exercise, I think, or your own, depending on yeah, yeah or your own. It's not always the the easiest thing on the. So they still do it, but it's you, it starts petering off after second grade. Okay. Well, that, that, that's good, at least. So, you know, with it being Valentine's Day and this being a Hickory-centric podcast, McNally came up with a great idea, and that was... Well, we'll see how great it is. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see how, how, how it goes. That's good. The execution might be flawed. Well, that's that's part of the course around here. So, McNally, tell us, tell us what your idea was. So, with, with Valentine's being here, and, and as you're listening to this in the car or whatnot, you might be Valentine's Day, and... The day of love, and let's just talk about the things that we love about Hickory. So we were kind of talking about, all right, we can each do our own top ten list, the things we love about Hickory, and kind of make fun of each other's lists, expand on some of the things that we put on these lists, and and just talk about a lot of the things that that we individually love about Hickory, and and you know a lot of it is going to be a collective idea and thought because there are a lot of shared things that we do appreciate and love about this. Sure, town. sure. Um, you know, Mary Margaret uh, sent me her list today. You want to start with hers? I, I, it's always better to just go ahead because if it goes downhill from here, that we'll have nobody else to blame but her. Right. Okay. So Mary Margaret sent me her list, and this is her her top ten loves Hickory okay. loves top, top ten, 10 Hickory, Hickory loves. loves. Okay. okay. Street Circle Drive. No. Okay. Street Circle Drive. Top ten Hickory loves from our co-host Mary Margaret. So in no particular order, the train, the Mill District. The Crawl Dads, locations from mountains to the beach, the Salt Block, Cool Park, Lenorine, the fact that Hickory was founded as a tavern. <laughs> I mean, that, we're stop right there for a second. You know That's good. That's, That's a good one. That's not on my list, but I like it. I like that one too. I like that one too. Union Square and the most important, number 10, I don't know how she could say this was in no particular order, Street Circle Drive Podcast. That's what she loves oh, about wow. Hickory. So, That's a good plug. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I have a few on, on my list that are the well, same, here's, too. Here's but, what I wish she was here. Like, what do you think she means by the train? Just the fact that we have a train I think it's going the, through I think, town? Yeah, it's the, the, it's the, I think it's the fact that we have a live train that runs directly through the middle of our downtown. Okay. And the optics of it. And, you know, the, the, the basically you feel like a little kid when you're trying to count all the cars and the train. And, yeah, you know, I still like, do that. Yeah, of course. Especially when you're waiting on it to try to get from one yeah, side of downtown to the exactly. other. Exactly. You work right. four times a day. Yeah, of course. And that's uh, – I, I, I agree. That That is just a sentimental idea of, of – of a sentimental thing that Hickory has that I don't know if a lot of – Towns our size have just you yeah, know. or they've elevated you know the bridges or elevated right the, have elevated or diverted the train around downtown right right, right. Well, well, do you have the mill district on your list? Uh, sort of, kinda. Okay. Um, the the mill district for those that aren't aware, yeah, are that's the why two, I wanted to kind of hit right, on that. Make right. sure we talked about sure that the, the the two the two mills in question here, the Moretz Mill and the Holler Mill, both are. Uh, uh, upfitted mills from um, former hosiery for, textile, right? And they have been upfitted to very nice uh, commercial districts, uh, uh, commercial buildings with everything in yeah. them. Yeah, and I'm sure you know most people listening. You know, all three or four of you either live here or have ties <laughs> to here. But what's up, Hootie? And um, it, it is one of those things where it's becoming more common to see some of these refurbishments of older uh, industrial facilities. Uh, one for 
historical tax purposes, one just for the historical purpose of them, uh, and then actually re- being able to reutilize and, and utilize the space. But ours are very cool. I mean, because they were some of the first in our state to be done uh, underneath that. Yeah, Brownfield Project. Brown, Brownfield Project, right. using the historic tax credits to help with the renovation. Uh, I know they can create their own headaches in certain instances, but I, I think that's very cool how we were some of the first to do it in the state for that commercial purpose. And they look great. I mean, people always yeah. love those older-looking facilities, the exposed brick, the exposed ductwork. I mean, just that industrial feel, but you're in an updated commercial purpose. So you've got, you know... Highland Avenue, you've got the brewery, you've got Delishy, you've got on the other, you know, with yeah. Moretz. On Boca and Southside and event spaces and the whole and the whole deal. And, it, and I think one of the, the coolest parts about that, and hats off to the designers and the architects and everybody that came up with that, they used so much of the old to incorporate into the into the new right. design. Yeah. And, they, and, it's, they, and it's no cheap, you know, feat because no. to maintain that historic, you have to use the similar window structure. Well, guess what? That's a brand new window to be up to the current standards, and mm-hmm. here's guessing they don't make those cheap, right? That's not like the old old school where they just have the glass, and then 50 years later it has a wave to it because of gravity right. and all these wonderful things. And we'd be remiss not to talk about add transportation insight into that whole mill district, even though it is a a, a private company's uh, headquarters. I mean, really, it's a headquarter campus that continues that. I mean, really, that whole mill district's really cool. It's kind of shifted. The, the what I would call the heart of downtown east slightly going towards LR and the mill district, how they all really butt up against each other. Right. And we'll all be connected as we learned from our last podcast. We'll be connected by the city walk. And yeah, we're excited about that being able to walk from downtown to the mills and basically get Hickory up and moving and all that good stuff. Anything else on her list stand out to you? Um, well, I, I've got a, a couple of the same ones that she has, but one that I didn't put on there is the cool park water park i've never been are you kidding me I'm, no i'm not kidding you okay and i got kids and we've and we've never been to cool park right take a shower after but it's great uh-huh yeah it's well uh, we live in that area too i mean our old neighborhood was right off cool park road so right that's definitely a summer summertime activity for for the kids and all of us adults that act like kids so yeah. it's uh you know it's very reasonably priced you know i think it's like under 10 bucks to get in every day and you can stay all day. So it's um, cheaper than a babysitter out there for those that are looking for some time. So you just think you just un- <laughs> unsupervised take yeah. kids to a, a there, drowning hazard. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Here's, here, here's your life preserver. If you uh-huh. happen to not to swim, you yeah, know, here's a bag of lunch. That's true. I don't know if that, that, that's what my mom and dad, Daddy got to go to work to drop me off the, at the neighborhood pool and be like, have fun. Yeah. See you. When, you know, well, see the more I hang out with you, I understand why they just oh, kind of dropped that. you off and left you on yeah, your I own Yeah, I was worse devices. as a kid, too. I was worse <laughs> as a kid. Um, the, the, the fact that we were founded as a tavern. With as many bars and restaurants that are in this town, you, you, you'd you wonder if, if, how we could not have been founded as a tavern. Uh, yep. Yeah. We uh, we love our, uh, our, our local uh, restaurants and watering holes here, for sure. And, uh, you know, Street Circle Drive, that's just an absolute given on her list. So, Mary Mark, good stuff on, on your list. McNally. All right. You want me to yeah, hear I, some I, of I wanna, Yeah, I want to hear some of yours. Buddy. Well, some of mine are the – you could just tell who's the – Old fuddy duddy dad and oh, some I, of mine I got, were just like struggling. Um, you know, first and foremost, and not to say this just to be sappy, but saying it as someone who's lived here, moved away, and come back. I mean, the number one thing about Hickory is definitely the people, and it's right. you know, there's 
most every community obviously can say this. You're going to fall into your circles, and, and those are obviously going to be your people you familiarize yourself with mm-hmm. and are representative of your community. But really, you can, if if you are so inclined, you can walk around town and and rarely meet a stranger. I mean, that's it's true. just one of those communities that's very. I don't know if it's that Southern charm, that Appalachia can do attitude. I don't know what it is, but there is a is a great collection of people here. And, and I've always said it's even, Christmas spirit year round. So it is Tinseltown yeah, America. Yeah, I don't want to paint it something that it's not, but there is, there is something truly to it here in, in Hickory. And I do love it. And that's, you know, the main reason when we left where we knew that this is where we were supposed to be, is just the, the people here. Uh, so I know that's not trying to speaking of Hallmark days, not trying to sound too sappy and, and Hallmark spe- movie special, but you know, that is the number one reason that we love Hickory. Um, Mary Margaret hit on my second thing on my list, which it's kind of weird when you're selling a community by selling its proximity to other things. Right, sure. But that is a huge plus. It's, it's an enormous. Hickory. It's enormous plus for Hickory. And you know, we always have tried to stay away from this in our in our show a little bit because you know we want to like put all the shine on Hickory. Yeah. But seriously, y'all, it is close to it's everything. Great. And, I mean, it's I, great. Speaking of someone who worked at the Chamber of Commerce and at the EDC here, you, it's hard to sit there and sell that. But you know what? In today's, especially in today's world, where nobody is truly isolated in their own community. Well, some of those communities might still not to be close to much. Right. Well, you know, if we want to go hiking in the mountains, I'm 30 minutes to 60 minutes away from just phenomenal mountainous parks, peaks, right. Blue Ridge, uh, state parks, the South Mountain State Park, you name it. Yeah, you know, that, if we want to go to the beach, I mean, in all honesty, I'm four hours away from some of the, the, the country's best beaches and beach communities. Right. Charleston, Myrtle. Uh, our Outer Banks, so on and so forth. Yeah, rightful. Rightful. An, an hour from Charlotte. So, I mean, whether that's an international airport, whether that's downtown Panther Stadium, whatever you want. And then an hour and change from Asheville, an hour from Winston. I mean, our proximity to a lot of great things. Like we always say, everything you need is hands down in Hickory. But anything you could possibly want is an hour away. Hop, skip, and a jump to anything. So, you know, like she said, beach to mountains, but even in that smaller scale of day trips or, you know, within an hour or whatnot, right. uh, our proximity is, is fabulous. Uh, I love the small town feel with the, I quote, in quotes, bigger city amenities. I mean, right. Obviously not trying to equate us to Charlotte or New York or anything along those lines, but like I said, if you could walk around and not meet a stranger, but then at the same time, you can go see a, a high-quality performance, symphony, art museum, um, you know, downtown retail, some great restaurants. I mean, you've got – it's a very interesting mix that a lot of communities our size don't have. Right. You know, so, when you – you touched on a lot of the notes that I have, too, and, and one of my – one of my top ten or so reasons I love Hickory is definitely it, it is loca- it's, it, it is location. It's and it's you know and even on the personal side for me it's forty five minutes to my mom and dad's front door. Yeah. So you know it's, it's one of those things where you know further enough far, you know far enough away but close enough to be there in, yeah. you know in, in an instant. Um, and you know and having that close proximity and with. Uh, to, to Charlotte and those other larger metro areas, you know, Hickory, when Newton, when the highway 16 re- renovation comes, comes to fruition, you know, 
that might be 40 minutes door to door from, from Hickory to Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, if it's 65 or 70 miles an hour, I mean, you're, you're going to be booking it down there yeah. and it's not going to be standstill traffic. Oh, so. and I, you know, and I went to school down East ECU and I remember having you know, for friends, fraternity brothers like, Oh, Hickory, what do you have? I mean, and you obviously sell Hickory, but I'll tell you what, when I tell them what, what's an hour away, man, yeah. they're in much of nothing an hour away from Greenville, North Carolina. Right. I mean, so they, you know, Newburn, and then you still got a half hour, you know, or change to get to somewhere in Raleigh. So, right. you know, it is a great opportunity that we have here with all of that. Uh, some other quick things, um, the schools, you know, I think any community could sit there and, and point at warts about any sort of individual school or individual teacher, but we've got really good schools here from, uh, you know, pre-K through, high school through a two-year college that's that's top-notch through a private university and uh, you know four-year university presence in the area Uh, you know we have got a great opportunity here people move here because it's a great place to raise kids and what's a big part of that is the schools Um, I have on here listed separately the salt block you know we kind of hit on that a little bit but for those you know two people that might not be here all the time uh, SALT is, stands for Science, Arts, Literature Together, the SALT block. So that's where we have our our science museum, our aquarium, uh, large uh, city library, the art museum, um, the symphonies located there, and some other uh, projects and different programs in that SALT block. It's just something that most communities don't have, and, and even more so, communities our size do not have. I don't take enough advantage of this, but... The lake and the river and that natural yeah. resource, whether it's recreational or just the, the ability to uh, enjoy scenery, the knowing what that could do for development and involvement. It's just it's a great resource that not everybody has. Yeah. And, and I'll even I even go one further there, uh, you know, t- with the with the water it's yeah you you do get the boating the swimming in the summertime but it don't don't miss me with how good our water is because it's it's unreal you know the the water that we get out of our tap is tested more times you know quality controlled more times than what you're getting out of an aquafina bottle for sure we're still yeah, high up in the river tastes tastes delicious I mean, too. that sort of that sort of stuff counts for something yeah um, coming from a guy who grew up on well water i'm saying this tap water is great right you know that's something to be said i guess so it, it's not and i like i said i don't take enough advantage of that one of my goals this summer is to do more fishing and to get out on the water and really enjoy that a lot more i hit on this a little bit with the people but i have separately listed the spirit you know there's just this can do and i don't know if it's Based on the people that really kind of settled in this area, you know, you've got the the builders, the makers, the doers, you know, that that industrial um, just spirit within that's just kind of seeped in our bones, so to speak. And it's something that's awesome. Philanthropic, philanthropic spirit here. Very generous folks that live here and support uh, others. This is something that I would have never thought I had on there beforehand, but it goes a little bit to what Mary Margaret, not as cool, though where she said um, how we're named after a tavern. Right. So I always complain about how our streets, like most people that live here, how our streets are named. Sure. 
But then when I sit back and think about it, I do kind of like it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it's a civil, it's a civil engineering kind of a – it's like a, a marvel, really. You know, it just because two four streets don't <laughs> connect with one another, it doesn't mean they're not you know, separated by a creek almost basically on the same latitude. Like, it's yep. it's smart. It yep. really is smart. And, and it, I don't know if it was initially developed and, and should have expanded out as the city grew, but it's one of those things, too, where it's almost like, well, listen, I can I can make fun of my – my family members, but you can. Yeah, so like when somebody you. else sits there and says, oh, Hickory, yeah, there's streets. It's, that's when it's I like, break, how dare out, you? I how break dare out you? all that stuff. No, there's a reason. It's all written up. The city right. has it. Yeah, the, Basically, a, you know, shut it. You, know, you can't make fun of my streets. <laughs> Only I can. So I did write down like the streets. Like you know, This podcast is named after it. It does stand right. out. How about it's unique. It and, is unique. And I'll make fun of it. But how dare you if you don't live inside this community? You do not make fun of our streets. Yeah, and for those listening at home, it's, it, you know, we could spend another 10 minutes talking about it, but, you know, streets run one direction, avenues run another direction, and it's all based on basically where the railroad tracks cross right. one another. And it's, it's, really that, it's really that simple. Yes. So that's why I live, personally, I live on a uh, street drive. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, I lived on a, uh, Circle place, right? So, have you ever lived on a boulevard? I have not. I have at street. I I, I lived on a street boulevard, I believe. It and was, there are people that live like on that. you know one with three names, like a, I mean, not street circle drive, but yeah. you know something along those lines. So again, it's unique, and I love that uniqueness about where sure. we live. You know, I wrote on here and a little bit touching on, but the crawdads and LRU athletics. You know. I grew up just, I mean, I love sports and especially big time college and pro, but I'll tell you what, even nowadays with the way TV is, it's great to sit down and watch it on TV. There's something about going to a game and it's almost economically, you can't go to games anymore. It takes up the whole day. It costs so much money. Lord knows. Then you get a family and you want to take it with you. you Take a family of four to the Panthers game. You can't do it. You can't do it. But guess what? Take a family of four to the crawdads. And you got you know two dollar parking instead of fifty dollar parking. Yeah, right. you know yeah. you know you want to go get a hot dog for the kids. Sure, you don't have to take out a loan. Right. And then same with with LRU, especially. I've done plenty of um, basketball and football there, and I think we've said it enough on the pot. It's such a great family centered atmosphere. It's reasonably cost. It's right in the middle of town. It's easy in, easy out. I mean, and shoot, that's not even talking about. The product on the field is really good. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, those that's just a lot of the stuff that I think of first and foremost. The list can go on and on, and a lot of it varies depending on your place in life, your right. age. Like, you, know, you get somebody in here in their teens, they'd have a different list. 20 is a different list. 60 is a different list. Sure. But those are a lot of the things that came up first for me. What about you? Um, well, you know, Hickory does have a lot of the same things that stand out. You know, Mary Margaret and – you and I both have a lot of the same, th- same things on our list. One thing we didn't touch on is the low cost of living. And it is right. low, y'all. Like, I don't want to tell y'all because I don't want you to all move here. But it, it really is. Um, there, there's a website you can go to. It's called bestplaces.net. And it tells you basically. Oh, you did research? Oh, I did, I did wow. research for this podcast. Mary Margaret, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah, you can go to the website, bestplaces.net. Basically, you punch in your city name, and it tells you where it falls on average uh, to other cities in the United States. So 
the uh, the a hundred is the U S is an average a hundred is the U S average on the way that they create dollar this for scale. dollar right dollar for dollar it it, it 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 factors in medium home price it, it, it factors in medium salary the, the, it, I could go on but it's Hickory is eighty nine out of a hundred so that means that it's well below. Well below the United States average of cost of living, and on the move scale, that's a six point one out of seven for those keeping score at home. Oh, nice, thank you. Um, but yeah, go check out that bestplaces.net. It, it gives you all those facts and figures about just how low our cost of living here is in Hickory. It gives you breakdowns on the you know the cost of rent per bedroom, how house the the whole deal. It's it's really cool. It's a really good read. Um, we we touched on we. We exhausted location. That just kind of speaks for itself. But um, this is kind of something that hits home for me is, is, is the live music scene in Hickory. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I, for I don't sure. take it as much as, as you do. Part of that's, right. you know, the family and this. I just, I'm yeah. old. Sure. Either they're sleeping yeah, or I got some kid event. But I was going to ask you specifically because I do feel like even for me, not looking at it all the time and looking it up. On the periphery, mm-hmm. I just hear about stuff right. a lot more than even I did here ten years ago when I first moved here. Yeah, it's 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 really on and popping here, and it's there. There's restaurants and smaller smaller venues all over town that are you know welcoming to local musicians. Not to mention, we have the music of the mill, which is at. Um, which mill is that? Gosh, Marty. Sorry, Will Holland. Holler, Holler, Holler Mill. Yeah. See, yeah. So, way to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, my bad, Will. So uh, the uh, yeah the the music in the mill series brings in top notch musical talent that is you know, basically national touring acts that that come through. Last year, uh, within the last couple of years, I'll just rattle off a few names: uh, Big Something, Sam Bush Band, Abigail uh, Abigail Washburn, and Bela Fleck. Um, uh, you know, there's, you know, big names like Tyler Childers played here this year. I mean, that guy is, he's headlining huge festivals. So, you know, the, the folks over there at Holler Mill, they, they've, they've partnered with, uh, I believe mid, uh, Midwood entertainment, which brings a lot of their, their stable in. And it's, um, you know, I, I think they're going to be, uh, not as many events this year, but they're going to have bigger acts this year is what, what's been, uh, filtered to me. Still hosting the, at the yeah, mill. Yeah, still hosting at the okay. mill, but it, instead of, you know, 20 events, they might have 10, but, you know, double the, the size of the act, if you will. I have not been to one there yet, and I really, it's great. It's on my list. Yeah. And, and, you know, the tickets are very reasonable for her, who they have coming in. The tw- between 20 and, 20 and $30 or so. Uh, some are, are, are less than that, but to, I'll just put it this way. If you pay $20 this year to go see Tyler Childers, who was just recently in the mill, you will not ever be able to see Tyler Childers again for $20. So they're, they're getting that type of act that's up and coming that's just getting ready to blow up everything. So um, way to go, music in the mill at Holler Mill. Keep up that good work. Um, uh, the sales series. We had Bob Sinclair on the podcast recently and talked about the sales series that he uh, promotes uh, outside on the square, uh, Union Square. It's uh, May, and I look on that – McNally, I think it's May and June and then September, right? Isn't that right? May, June, and September. Every Friday, May, June, and September. And uh, and the same goes to so with um, with the sales series. You know, they're bringing in acts that are you know larger that are on this up and coming on on their you know respective scenes, and it's 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 awesome to see. It's a and it's guess what? Free, free. You know, you, yep. you, OHB's out there pouring beers. You can pack a picnic. 
you know that's the most economical Friday night you'll ever find. Yep. It's uh, it's a really good time, and you know, and it for us old fogies, it starts at six thirty and ends at eight thirty. So you know, you can go out there, have a couple beers, and be in bed by nine. Like that's that's my kind of evening these days. Um, you know, other uh, other other spot. You know, Oktoberfest we have in Hickory. You know, I don't that didn't make my list. It didn't make. It did not it did, make it didn't, my make, list. didn't make the top ten. Hops list. probably would have been Hops, in the next well, couple. Yeah. So, but you know, it's definitely in the subset of the live music because October, the Oktoberfest committee does do a good job of bringing a wide range of eclectic music into into Hickory. You know, and I think a lot of it is because there's four different people that that run each stage, which is cool. So it gives yeah, thing, multiple yeah, stages. Helps. Yeah, multiple stages help. So you know, at Oktoberfest they have the main stage where you have bands like Acoustic Syndicate and larger like Eagles tribute bands, things like that come in. You've got the Pavilion stage, which runs, you know, maybe uh, local bands that are that are ba- basically the best local ba- bands around, and bands that are maybe just in in a in a couple state area that are that are very up and coming. And then you have the Hickory Music Factory stage, which uh, you know is supported by the Hickory Music Factory, obviously. Which is, if those are you know, if you're not familiar with that, it is uh, Tony El Toro and Rick Hefner and those guys over there. And they they teach our community kids music and for a very low cost. So good on them too. They uh, look forward to uh, having Tony on. Uh, I'm with the band podcast coming up soon, so be looking forward to f- for that as well. And with all that, of course, you never even said you know your local restaurants and bars. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course you know I mean, you shoot grocery stores nowadays. Yeah, and yeah, that's one of my favorite gigs to be honest is the Lowe's grocery gigs, and they, and they do uh, I believe Lowe's Vermont and Lowe's uh, Bell Hollow both have live music. Smaller live music acts that playing there, and you know if you haven't heard, you're like music at the grocery store. It is packed in there. There's like, like right 50, in the beer den. You're sitting right there in the beer den. There's 50 people packed in there, and it's a really good time. And so, you know, thanks Lowe's Foods for having us in there all the time. It's it's it's, it's a really good time. Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris, and we're the co-hosts of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on the Mesh.tv. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.tv. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. But that kind of segues into my next thing that I love about Hickory, and it's the beer scene here. Uh-huh. And <laughs> you know, we are living through, I believe personally, the best time to be alive for beer drinkers. Because, you know, with the explosion of, of craft beer and especially in our area, uh, basically a couple of hours perimeter around Asheville, which encompasses Hickory, um, you know, the, the beer scene is blowing up. We've got three really good breweries within, you know, five miles of, of right here. You know, OHB, which is right down the hill, yep. uh, Old Hickory Brewery. We've got uh, Bowling Rock Brewery, who just moved into Holler Mill. And we got Granite Falls Brewery. Both, all three of those uh, breweries pour real good beer, make really good beer. And I'll support live music. So hats off to those guys for that. Um, the uh let's see what else is on my list that maybe that we haven't fit okay we'll say we'll just segue into the food scene as well uh at one point hickory i believe had more like chain restaurants per capita, per capita. Than, than any other that city in the country I remember hearing when I, first yeah i was i was looking today for some stats on that and i couldn't find exactly where hickory lies on number of restaurants per capita but yeah. i mean if you just stop to think about it 
It's a ton. If, if there's 40,000 people, give or take, in Hickory. Yeah. It's a restaurant per person. Yeah, it's a restaurant per person. I bet there's within, – within, let's just say Hickory Metro, I bet there's 100 restaurants. Oh, I agree. That, that might well, be I low. mean, just think about like we, you know, obviously the food has become a major segment of what we talk about each yeah, time. Yeah, of course. And we don't go to chains. Yeah, no, we do not go to chains, no. So, I mean, you know, it, it didn't make my top 10. It probably should have. But, yeah, if you like to, I mean, there's a couple of, and we talked about this on pods, not the ethnic variety that we would necessarily like, you know, a lot of Indian, but we've got right. some others that other places don't have because we have a great Vietnamese influence here. So right. we've got some that don't, but not that breadth of ethnic foods like in major metros. But other than that, I mean, there's a lot of yeah, great Yeah, I mean, there's four faux restaurants or yeah. in, in our in our area, you know, and it's – I. That, that's just something that you know. We got food trucks everywhere now. You know, if you're we'll see if more you're, of those right soon, yeah. and, and super affordable fine dining options too. You can go to places, you know, Fork Highland, Boca, you know, places like that where you know you you pay for fifteen eighteen dollar plate of food, and it blows thirty dollar plates of food in Charlotte away, just straight up blow them away and the, and the service. And I, and I, and I'll say this, I've got a, a lot of friends that are in, in the service industry in Hickory and like hats off to you guys too, because it, there really is a large service population in Hickory that kills it every single day for us. You know, when you have that, when you have that many restaurants, you have to have that many people working there. So, you know, they're, they're job creators and they provide us great food. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing and keep me and McNally just chunky and lovable. For down the street, that's right. right. Just, just take us in a wheelbarrow and roll us to, to where we want to go. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you know, we, we, we touched on, on the people and, and, and all that. And, you know, the, the, the friendliness, the year round Christmas spirit, Tinseltown America, you know that 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 sort of thing, but you know I'd also like to touch on the amount of community and civic organizations that are that are in our area. Um, there's a lot of people that are super involved in Hickory in Hickory Metro that do a lot of good for a lot of people, and we've had a lot of those folks on our podcast uh, just recently. Mark Story and you know the uh, the children. Uh, uh, who else? We've had Kim Holden. Kim Holden yeah. Um, we've talked about the Hickory Soup Kitchen, Austin Pierce, all the great work's going on there. I mean, right. we don't, there's not enough time to get there, through is, all there really isn't. The exchange do, clubs, the rotaries, and again, the all, you know, I talked about even in mind the philanthropic, you know, as part of Spirit along with Can Do. I mean, you know, a great example of that is not only the work being done, but the support of it. Like, it was December when somebody, you know, threw out the, the challenge of if the community can raise $10,000 for the soup kitchen. I'll match it. Anonymous donor said that. Right. Boom. Well, the community just said, here's 19,000. He gave, you know, 16,000, 17,000, and it was matched to the 10. Right. You know, the challenge just like that. And, you know, it's you know, great. Christmas spirit times are going pretty good right now for a lot of people, not everybody. Um, it, but it's that sort of thing, like helping each other, working for each other, see a need, fill a need, all those wonderful things. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, one, it's one of those things where, you know, Granted, the whole realm of this podcast is love. If you want, if you want to think about it like that, and you know, I, I think the Hickory community really does love one another. And I know that that does sound real sappy, but it's the truth. We, I, I don't know, but probably a handful of people because maybe they're the loudest on on the internet and everything. But for the most part, ninety nine percent of all Hickory nuts want the best for one another, and it, and it, and you see it. it. You know, when you see something that 
that doesn't feel quite right or, or, or you, you see something and you're like, that doesn't happen in Hickory. And, and for the most part, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't, you don't see, you don't see a lot of the, the, the just egregious stuff you see in, in, uh, in, in places that have big cities or even other cities. We're too busy really. doing. Yeah. We're too busy helping one another. That's there what it go. is. So me and you helped one another today. Finish that family pack. <laughs> we me and you <laughs> finished the family dinner. Right there. Thank you. Me and you, me and McNally, Moose and McNally took down some we, chicken We did today. some work at, at, at lunch today. We did. Tell we, them where we went. Listen, this is one of my favorite places. I didn't know places. about this place until you told me. So yeah. I was okay. on the outside. So this place is located on, at 1263 Highway 70 Southwest in Hickory, right outside of Longview. It's mountain fried chicken. And... I eat there quite a bit and it is, it, it's the best it's, and, and I wanted to review this on the podcast because I want to give this place some shine. It's just a small little counter counter service has to be in. I don't even know what that was beforehand. Old Burger King yes, style, man, maybe something like that yeah. right next to the gas station across from the, it the Wendy's right yeah. across from the shoe show. best way and shoe show and, and all that. Yeah, McNally. I mean, I'm too really too embarrassed to tell him what we ordered. Today. Well, you should be because we split it. All right, so we were sitting there. We went to the menu and, and kind of looked it up. And there's chicken dinners, as like many fried chicken places, one piece, two piece, so on and so forth. Uh, chicken tenders. A lot of it has a, a feel of a fast food meat and three, right? But focused on fried chicken. Tons of vegetables and sides, veggie plates, wings. Uh, dumplings, desserts, so on and so forth. So I love fried chicken. Like we right. went to snack bar. You know, there there are certain places where I just I can walk in there and say that it's about to go down because I will handle business. Mm-hmm. So we were going there, and you were talking about getting tenders, which yeah, is a moose ten- staple. Yeah, moose staple. That's what I usually get when I when I do go there. Right? All right. So I, we were looking at the menu, and and I said, well, let's just split the family meal. <laughs> we were family. It's just such an easy decision. Let's just get the family meal. Yeah, and you, well, let me. You didn't think about it. You just said yes, <laughs> yes. Need your so, reaction. Just do it. We're do it. A, we were a family of two. We got the nine piece uh, <laughs> chicken meal, two pint sides, and four rolls. Yeah. So the you know white and dark. So it was like I don't even know four legs. Yeah, it was four legs, two thousand, two, two breasts, and maybe five legs yeah, or something, something along those lines. Um, the pint, the sides we got were we got the the big potato wedges, which is the second time. I mean, it sounds great in theory. You love them. I'm indifferent on them. It's just yeah. too much daggone potato. It's just. It's and I mean, I'm Irish. I shouldn't speak this this way of our national root, but you know, it's just too much for me. But I'll tell you what, son. Yeah. Those color, those green. Preach, preach, tell them, tell them. So they came Hallelujah. in. That, we came in that pint. My my moose was very wise and got vinegar. Yeah. Oh, salt. Yeah. And I could have, by myself, hands down, eaten two pints. Oh, no, on my own. no, Jeff. They, they, they should offer the five-gallon bucket size. They were cooked perfectly. They were. They, they were the excellent. I, I, got, I mean, I'm full right now, but I'd still go right now and eat more. Right. I, oh, I definitely could. It's the, it is the reason I go there. Other Bar. sides that they had were, you know, green beans, pinto beans, sweet potatoes. I mean, they were total, like, yam style, like just the yeah. coarse, chopped, like, big chunks. Um, mac and cheese, apples, pasta salad, mashed potatoes, you know, your typical, again, sides and veggies from like a meat and three sort of place. The chicken itself was 
really good, really good, crispy, tasty, uh, fried, good seasoning. Very, I mean, again, we got the family meal and it's nine pieces. I think Moose probably had three. Yeah, I had um, a leg, a breast, and a thigh, I think is what I had. So, <laughs> for those doing the math at home. It's impressive. I took, care of, I took was, care of the rest of that. <laughs> no doubt. It was awesome. It was a display. I'm very proud of you. You did it, buddy. Yep. It was, uh, but. But I went light on the wedges because of that. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. I don't watch my figure. Who yeah, went? for sure. For sure. Um, I, I, I will, I will say this, you know, I, I think McNally's not doing the wedges a, a very good uh, well, service here. So I mean, they, they, I'm yeah, I'm just, I, they're for those, at, for those at home that know what I'm talking about, these wedges are better than pleasers wedges. That's That says a lot. When pleasers was open, they used to have the, like some of the best wedges around. I think Mountain Fried Chicken's wedges are better than Pleasers. Come at me. Take me uh, take me on at info at mesh.tv if you got a problem with that. But I'm Don't serious. Don't take me on at the yeah. generic email box that just gave you. It comes directly to me. Oh, okay, all right. So, uh, but yeah, the, I think the wedges are great. And, and you know, the, the price is, you know, what, nineteen ninety nine for that? Yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine for a nine-piece. I mean, you know, your two-piece meals, three-piece meals, six bucks, seven bucks. I mean – the prices are right in line with any place else that you would go to get this, you know, fried chicken, veggie tray, whatever it is. So, yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't try the desserts, but of course they got peach cobbler, banana pudding, and all sounds all homemade, delicious, too. all homemade. Um, I definitely would go back. I definitely want to try the tenders. I would hands down get the chicken again. Yeah, and I would hands down get the greens again for sure, no doubt. Um, I would give it. Uh, it, it is not much for ambiance. No, it's not. It's it's. But you don't go to a place like this for ambiance. No, absolutely. You not. you go here to just do work, right? I would probably give it an eight out of ten. Okay. The fried chicken was awesome, and the greens are awesome, and I would do that all. Okay, if you I had, don't know what let else me, let me ask you this: If you had to score it separately, what would you give the chicken? Ooh, the chicken. I'd probably give it to me personally here in this area. I still. Snack bar fried chicken to me is my favorite chicken that I've had in Hickory. I'd put this second. Okay. So I'd probably. But that's I'm, a high bar. That's out, a high bar. It's though. a high bar for me. I love right. snack bar fried chicken. So, I mean, with that being the case, I'd give it an eight and a half or a nine out of 10 for the right. fried chicken. Is there enough numbers in the universe for the turn of greens? The greens were definitely 11. <laughs> yeah. No, they were great. For so, sure. That's, that's what I would do. So, uh, like, just to follow up on a little bit on how McNally was talking about that. The, the the chicken their tagline is it's not greasy, yeah, right? Yeah, and and, 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 and and I think they need to just amend it, <laughs> just a smidgen. It's not that just greasy. it's not that greasy because <laughs> let's be honest, it's fried chicken. It's going to be greasy. Yeah, if it's like, not, then there's something they wrong. don't have huge air fryers back there like uh, from you know from. Uh, uh, what what are those things that are you buy them off TV? The air fryers, <laughs> yeah, whatever. The little yeah, ones, yeah. yeah. The industrial yeah, no, size. No, no, no. They have industrial size fryers back there. I don't care what anybody says. Like mountain fried chicken, you're not you're not fooling. It's not no, you're not fooling. Your hand. No, no, no. Right. It's it's not like I said. It's, it's not, not that greasy. greasy. Exactly. It's not that greasy. Um, usually when I go there, it's my Monday lunch spot for the most part. Um, the, the the tenders are are, are are super good. They're you know just just like the fried chicken, same batter, all that good stuff. Uh, 
I'm, I also, I, I sometimes I go, uh, I go side platter. There's black eyed peas or I would off totally, the charts. I would totally do a, a veggie platter. <laughs> yeah, next time I, went. I, I think it's, I think we, to maybe even out the, the amount of chicken we ate <laughs> this time. We might need to just that go might, sides. Yeah, my next four meals there might need. Right, to be. and let's be honest, it's good down home southern veggies. So, oh yeah, I mean they're not good for you. I mean let's just be honest, they're not that good. For you. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, uh, what I usually get is the green beans and turnip greens and, and all that stuff. It's if you get you get a chance to go, just go and do it. They the sauces they serve as well. I, I swear they taste homemade. That that the hot that, sauce, yeah, the hot honey sauce, mustard. honey mustard, ranch. Ranch was homemade. Yeah, well, it, it, it it was really good. Um, on the moose scale, I gave it a solid six point eight out of seven. It's one of my Ooh. favorite. It's it's that's high, man. I'm telling you, but it's one of my it's one of my favorite favorite places to eat. Again, we're talking about Mountain Fried Chicken. It's located at 2063 Highway 70 Southwest in Hickory. It's open seven days a week, 1030 to 9, Monday through Saturday, 1037 on wow. Sundays. You know your 6.8 equates to a normal person's 9.7? Yeah, 9.7. That's, That's what I'm impressive. saying. It's, it's up there, buddy. Um, I was just looking on the menu. Oh, one other thing. Uh-huh. There are chicken and dumplings. Did you have so had, had that before? before? Right. And they've got, they also have specials every single day as well. So, like Mondays, two pieces and a side for, you know, four or five bucks, something like that. Uh, Thursday is Chicken and Dublin's Day. I did notice that on the board today. Um, those things are homemade as the day is long and they're, they're great too. I've had the, that before. So, y'all go check out Mountain Fried Chicken and Absolutely. just outside of our lovely city of Hickory, North Carolina. McNally, me and you had a good time today. It was a good time. I appreciate See, you going to lunch with us. So every once in a while, we can we can handle this by ourselves. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, I mean, I'm not vetoing. I'm not firing Mary Morgan though. No, but it definitely, she definitely does not deserve her full pay for for this episode. No, no, z- yeah, no. Well, I don't know. She's got a couple of vacation days built up, okay. so we might have to. We'll, we'll talk to our HR department about that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, so we'd like to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. Uh, you can check out our past shows on our network at themesh.tv or your other podcast listening platforms. Uh, like I said before, please feel, feel free to reach out to us at info at themesh.tv to send us an email to tell us how we're doing, send us thoughts, comments, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. What restaurants we should review. If you want to give us money to put your name on the podcast, that would be great too. We are actively looking for, uh, podcast sponsorship. So if you guys know, uh, of any businesses that would like to get involved with the mesh, please let us know. And we will be happy to say your business on air about four or five times a podcast. Absolutely. And if absolutely. there's extra free fried chicken involved. Yeah, absolutely. I'll- Mountain fried chicken, holler at us. Exactly. For sure. So uh, until next time, say goodbye, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. We love you, Hickory. We love you, Hickory. We really do. Later on, Hickory Nuts. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. 
Check us out online at TheMesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.